0: SHUT UP AND SIT DOWN! Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! Alright, so after uh, doing the stock market uh, episode, we got a little bit of feedback and we wanted some deeper information on options in the stock market, so... Uh, We figured uh, we're going to do this one as Digging Deeper Into Options. How about that? The name of today's episode is... Digging Deeper Into Options. Parentheses. Stock market! Yeah.
1: So this is, again, uh, something that I'm passionate about and I have had quite a bit of fun with. And success, too. It's been uh, definitely a learning curve. But, uh, again, quick shout out to my buddies over at Tasty Trade. I call them my buddies. Because they actually have responded to me when I like tweet to them and stuff that's like that. That's always
0: cool, right? That's always cool. I mean, that's what we do with our with our people. I mean, with our see, followers. Yeah. Send any message, we always reply back, either James or I or both sometimes. So, Yep s- you know, make sure you stay in contact. And we, it's it's us, like legitimately us. It's not like a automated robot or anything.
1: Yeah. No, I, we can't afford that.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't want to afford we that. Honestly, afford I mean, that. it's way better when we. When we respond rather than, you know, some automated thing. You usually know when it's an automated piece of crap. You're like, eh, you don't really care.
1: Like the uh, the old rubber stamps that they used to use for uh, autographs?
0: Yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Man, I wanted your autograph. That's what I'm here <laughs> for. Not some stamp. I could have got that in the 99 cents. Yeah, so
1: if anybody wants our autograph, too, you know, just come find us. We uh, got an Officer Coronado, too. Yeah, and yeah. the
0: uh, autographs are still free. Autographs are still free.
1: They might be worth something someday. Someday. (laughs) All right, let's talk about options here. Let's talk about options. So we did a quick intro on what they were before, uh, but we'll dig in deeper to them uh, right now. You know what? I'm actually going to jump a little bit uh, on our show notes. I'm going to go right down to redefining calls and puts, right? Because these are two basic types of options. Yeah, so let's kind of
0: remember what they are, right? So you
1: have call options, okay, which is your option to purchase the stock at what's called the strike price. All right. Okay? We're gonna talk a little bit more about what that strike price is. okay? Uh, if you exercise your call option, you can turn around and sell to the market at
0: the current price. All right. So um, I'm gonna buy, but I'm gonna uh, I'm buying the option, but it gives me the option to sell. At at whatever it is right now, but I'm going to buy it at a different price.
1: I'm going to buy it at a different price. Okay. Okay. And puts are the option to sell at a certain price. Okay. And you still purchase from the market at the current price. Cool. All right. So calls and puts. Calls and puts. Those are your two types of contracts. Okay. And each options contract is worth 100 shares of stock. Okay, so if you are talking about you know, let's say Apple right now, for example, Apple trades currently above 207. I know that because they hit that trillion dollar mark,
0: right? Two hundred seven dollars a share. Two
1: hundred seven dollars a share. Whew. So if I wanted to buy a uh, hundred shares of Apple, you're the math teacher. How much would that cost me? Let's add say. two
0: zeros to the end.
1: Add two zeros to the end. So, so yeah, $20, twenty thousand seven hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? I don't have $20,700 that I want to put on this one trade, so I use an options contract, which gives me the option to buy and sell that stock, okay, 100 shares per contract at a much, much lower price. Okay, We'll talk a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah, I don't want to risk that kind of money on one trade.
1: Right, exactly, and most people don't. Some people do. Some people do. But most people don't.
0: Some people go and play uh, $100 chips at the blackjack table, you know?
1: Yeah, they and they walk away with a couple more. And they do. You know, Or they walk away with none. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we mentioned that calls and puts uh, give you the option to purchase or sell stock at what's called a strike price. Okay, In an options contract, this is the price where the contract is executed. Okay. So let's say for example that a particular stock is trading at $100. Cool. 100 okay. bucks. $100, that's what it's trading for in the market currently today. If you have a call option with a strike price of $101, okay? And let's say that the stock tomorrow goes up to 110, you can execute your call option at $101, which means you get to purchase the, sto- the stock
0: at that price. So even though the stock was trading at 100 your option price was $101. So you're, you're actually executing the contract at $101. That's your purchase price.
1: Right. And you would only execute it if it gets above $101. So in our example right now, we're saying that it gets up to $110. So we execute it at $101. And we make a $9 profit.
0: That's cool. Nine bucks sounds good, except the options contract you said was 100 shares per contract. 100 shares per contract. So instead of just making $9, I
1: make $900. Add two zeros at the end, right? Add
0: two zeros at the end. It's the beauty of multiplying by hundreds or tens. Yeah. Just or the thousands number of zeros. Or millions, whatever. Yeah. Just, just add, add zeros. zeros. <laughs> uh, so that is what a strike
1: price is it's the the price at which you're actually going to execute the contract
0: right so so your stock trade uh, your stock might be trading at a certain price but the option strike price means it has to get above that price whatever it is if the strike price is an extra 2 bucks or 3 bucks that means that the the stock has to go above that point before you
1: start making money if you're purchasing a call option that is correct otherwise
0: it goes backwards the strike price would be lower if you're purchasing a put option
1: Correct. So if you uh, purchase a put option at 99, strike price of 99, and the stock goes down to $90, you get to sell it at 99, but buy it at 90. But buy at 90. Cool. So again, you make that $9 spread.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So just depending on where I think the stock's going to go, whether it's going to go up, I use a call option. If I think it's going to go down, I use a put option. Exactly. Perfect.
1: All right. If you're buying options, that's exactly correct. Okay, cool. Okay, Um, now how
0: long can I hold this option for?
1: There's so many varying uh, days to expiration that are available with most with most options contracts. Uh, Some of the most highly traded stocks, like Apple, they have contract expirations every week. So you could have one that expires, and oh, they expire generally every third friday of the month okay okay but some some stocks have uh options for every week some only do the third friday of each month so
0: and it's usually because of the volatility like i mean the the turnaround like apple has a lot of transactions so right okay it's called volume. volume volume volume
1: so apple has a lot of transactions right but penny stocks, for example, don't really have a lot of transactions necessarily, and so they might not have uh, options at all, right? Or if they do, they only have those every third month.
0: Cool. So what if I want to get and, an, like, I can choose my expiration cycle? Like, I can choose when it's going to go? Right. So you could do it for the end of this
1: month. You could do it for, uh, I'm sorry, the third Friday of this month. You could do it for the third Friday of next month. You could do it for the third Friday of this month a year from now.
0: Oh, and if I want to, why would I want to go that far? Is it like cheaper? Is it more expensive? The
1: further away the expiration date is, the more expensive the option is going to be because you're buying time for your assumption to be correct.
0: So you're locking in the contracted rate for a longer period of time. Right, so it's more time for it to go, which means you have uh, more leeway, which is going to make it more expensive. Is what you're saying? Right. So okay. let's
1: take again. Let's take app, Apple for an example. Right. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's trading at uh, approximately 207 ish dollars. Right. In one year, if I, if my assumption is that Apple is continue is going to continue to uh, increase in value, I buy my option today at that same 207 dollars right let's say in one year it's 307 dollars right
0: well, that means i pay but i'd have to pay for the for the year extension well for the year uh, expiration of that contract well you
1: have you have a year for that assumption to be right Okay, okay. Okay, let's, let's kind of backtrack a little bit. Let's trade in at 207. Let's say I buy a uh, call option with a strike price of $220. So, I'm expecting it to go up. So, I want it to go up. And it's got to go past 220. And it's got to go past 220. And if I buy a one-year option, then I'm giving myself a year to for it to, for to get to 220. Today. Okay. Okay? But if I buy the option with the expiration cycle of this month, now I only have three weeks. For it to get to 220. 220. And if it doesn't, then whatever price I purchased the option for, I lose.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Okay. And that is called probability of profit, right? So if I purchase a stock straight out, I just buy the stock, I basically have a 50 50 chance.
0: Right. Because it's either just going to go up or it's going to go down. That's it. Right? That's a 50-50. Are either going to make money or I'm not going to make money?
1: I'm either going to... Yeah, the, the value is either going to increase or it's going to decrease. Those are my only two options when I buy stock regularly. Right. But if I buy a an option uh, with a strike price that's further away from the current price, okay, depending on whether it's a call option or a uh, put option, right, uh, my chances will either increase or decrease so let me bring that back a little bit because that was definitely confusing if my stock is trading for a hundred dollars and i buy it for a hundred dollars it's either going to go up or it's going to go down 50 50 chance right okay but if i buy a call option for 120 i have to wait for it to get to at least 120 dollars before i make any money
0: so, I have less than a 50% chance because I have to, not only does it have to go up, it has to go all the way up to $20. Past 100, an, an extra 20 bucks plus $120 right. for me to make money. So, I have less than a 50% chance of it getting there. Correct. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, on the other hand, if I buy a call option with a strike price of 80 and it's trading at 100, my chances are better than 50 50 that it's going to stay above $80 because it's, it's already, already there. there. Yeah, it's already exactly. there. It's already there by 20 bucks. Right. Right? It's already there and beyond it by 20 bucks. So there's a greater chance that it's going to stay above there uh, as opposed to, you know, that 50-50 chance that it's either going to go up or it's going to go down.
0: It does have the chance to go below it. It's just less than 50-50. Exactly.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so you increase... Your chances of, su- of success that way.
0: Which is what we like. We want to increase our chances of success. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. We always want to increase our probability of profit. So, you mentioned roulette the last time that we talked stocks. Right. right? Uh, in roulette, you have 38 numbers, right? 1 through 36 plus, plus two, 2 zeros. Plus 2 zeros. Okay. And you can play... Uh, Evens and odds, you can play black and red, you can play uh, columns, right? Um, or first
0: first, first 12, yeah. you know,
1: second 12, third 12, whatever it is. So if you play, for example, two of the three columns, your chances are, without the uh, other two numbers, uh, let's say they're about 63 to 66%, somewhere in that range. Because right? you're
0: taking up most of the numbers with your bet. right. It's so just, you're increasing your odds. I'm increasing my odds of winning, decreasing my profits, of of, of what I can get out of it. Right. Right. And right. That, so that's what that's basically what's happening here. We're we're increasing our our probability of making a profit, but in the same token, because we didn't buy those stocks outright, we're making less profit, but we're still profiting. Right. Yeah. Okay. So any profit is better than no profit. Any profit is better than no profit. So, another thing to remember
1: about stocks, options, real estate, markets in general. Markets in general, for every buyer there's a seller. Absolutely, okay? But in that sense, options are not free.
0: No, that's where uh, the strike price comes in, right?
1: That's where the strike price comes in. So, if my stock is trading at $100 and I want to have I want to buy my uh, option at a strike price of 95, the option contract itself is going to have a minimum value of five dollars this is called intrinsic value in other words the difference between what it's trading what the stock is trading for today which is a hundred dollars and the price that i want to buy it at is five dollars okay so at a minimum that's going to be the minimum value of that options contract if i want to buy my option at $95 and it's trading at $100 they have to cover that $5 spread
0: so so far the cost of my option with with just just looking at the intrinsic value so far because I'm buying 100 shares so far my cost is 500 bucks for this option correct okay cool cool okay at a minimum at a minimum now this is just for the purchase price option the strike price option
1: Right, right, for the strike of 95 when the stock is trading at 100.
0: Okay, Okay, so what else do we have to pay for for this option to work?
1: We have intrinsic value, which is at $5, Mm -hmm. and then we also have extrinsic value. Okay. Okay, there are a lot of different things that go into extrinsic value. Today, we're going to talk about two. Okay, Okay, probably the most important two. The most important two, which is the time
0: value of the option, Okay. Okay. Of course, because whether we're, whether we're having the option for a year or for three weeks or for a week. Exactly. Okay. Okay.
1: And also the volatility, which is the expected move.
0: So if I have a stock that doesn't move very much, then there's less risk of of going up or going down. So it's going to probably cost less. Correct. Versus a stock that has a lot of volatility, goes up and down a lot, like a heartbeat, beep, 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 beep. Right. Then in that case... Since I know I can predict an up and down motion, it's going to cost more. Correct. Okay, cool. So I'm, b- I'm, I'm buying, uh, I'm buying time, I'm buying volatility, and I'm buying, and I'm buying a strike price. So if I add those two together, that's what my option is going to cost times a hundred. Correct. So
1: in our example, we had a stock trading at hundred dollars, a strike price of ninety five, which means our minimum intrinsic value is five dollars. Okay. Now, let's assume that we have low volatility, okay, and we have a relatively short time that we're going to go out and uh, purchase this option for, okay, let's say 45 days. So, let's say that our extrinsic value is $1, $5 in intrinsic, $1 extrinsic, okay, plus the strike price of 95 brings plus- us a total to $101. Do I need to go back and...
0: No, no, no. That's that's that makes sense. So, so our our total our, our we're buying the strike price at ninety five. Our intrinsic value, our extrinsic value is six dollars. So our our profit point, our point that we have to get the stock to go to for us to make any money is one hundred and one. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, but to do this option, because the intrinsic is five and the extrinsic extrinsic is one. That's $6 times 100 shares, so it's going to cost us $600 to do this option, and if it goes above 101 we make money. Correct. Okay, cool. We're and whatever
1: profit that goes above 101 That spread it. is for us that times 100. For us, exactly. Okay. Spread is for us times 100.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, see, this that's becoming a little clearer. I mean, all it's, right. It's, it's a little tough to wrap your head around this stuff sometimes. I mean, it does get a little like, wait, intrinsic, extrinsic, uh, volatility. There, I mean, there's a lot going on here. There but definitely I, is. I think you're doing a pretty good job of uh, breaking it down. So let's come on. Let's Let's keep going. Let's talk All about right. volatility. That next stuff thing, was interesting.
1: Yeah. Next thing we're going to talk about is volatility. So uh, the first part of our extrinsic value was the time value of, of the option, right? So if it's for one year, it's going to be more expensive than it's for one week. Okay. Right? Because you're giving yourself more time to be correct.
0: You're giving yourself more time for the stock to move in any direction. In the direction that you want it to, exactly. So you can hit things like uh, like earnings reports, um, you can get things like tweets to affect price or something that goes <laughs> on in the market. <laughs> sure, So sure. the more time you get, the more chances are you're going to move the stock in any direction. Right. Okay.
1: The other part of extrinsic value is volatility. Okay? You talked about it like the heartbeat. If it's going to go up a lot or down a lot or up a lot or down a lot then that's considered high volatility okay options uh, options on stocks with high volatility are more expensive than options on stocks with low volatility okay if your expected move is one dollar up or one dollar down right that's going to be a lot easier to predict than if you know one day you're up eighteen dollars the next day you're down four dollars the next day you're down thirty six dollars and the next day you're up fifty two dollars You know what i mean that's
0: so so an easy way to remember intrinsic value for me is gonna be more costs more less more cost costs more. less okay so more volatility costs you more to buy this contract. less right. volatility costs you less to buy this contract correct. more time you want costs you more money to buy this contract less time you want. Cost you less money to buy this contract. So, yeah. when we're talking about volatility. More is expensive, less is less expensive.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right, cool. Very cool. All right. So, in our example that we continue to use, our stock is trading at $100. We have a strike price of $95. So, there's $5 of intrinsic value built in. Our extrinsic value, okay, with the low volatility, we said is $1, right? So $1 um, extrinsic value plus the $5 intrinsic value gives us $6, so we have to get to at least $101 to make profit. Right. Now, let's say that this stock is a high volatility stock. So the extrinsic value, instead of being $1, is $5 because the expected move is much greater.
0: So the strike didn't the strike price didn't change. We still have a $5 intrinsic value. But because we're buying something that has more volatility, now the extrinsic extrinsic value is higher. Correct. So now we have a $10 swing that we have to cover.
1: Right. So instead of uh making profit on $101, now we have to get up to $105. But we're to still make betting
0: that it's going to go up. It just has to go up above 105. Correct. And if it goes below 95, we we're not gonna do anything
1: if it goes below ninety five we're not gonna do anything so remember that uh in this case we're talking a call option okay, and our call option gives us the option to purchase a stock at the strike price so we're we're looking to buy at ninety five so we're looking to buy at ninety five if the price of the op of the stock goes below ninety five we'd be stupid to buy at ninety five we would just buy it at ninety four
0: right right. So in other words, we're not gonna execute the contract if
1: it falls below ninety five.
0: If the time frame expires, we didn't execute the contract, and basically we lose, but we only lose a hundred times whatever the intrinsic plus the extrinsic value was.
1: Correct. So if it was low volatility and we invested six dollars or six hundred dollars, we would lose six hundred. We would lose six hundred dollars.
0: But it's better than losing twenty grand on buying that stock. Right. Okay. I mean to you lose, lose to, 20 grand to lose know? 20 grand it would have to go down to, to zero. zero right but yeah so we in, okay in that case we would have lost uh, six, well actually you know what uh, it's a hundred dollars that we're talking about Oh, yeah so, we're talking about hundred
1: so we would lose uh a six thousand six thousand dollars right
0: so it' better to lose six hundred dollars than, than six thousand dollars okay cool cool all right uh, that 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 does sound better actually So you're minimizing your risk right you're minimizing your so risk, you're correct. you're you're banking on the stock going up if it goes above 105 you make the spread if it doesn't go be uh, be above 105 what happens if it doesn't go above 105 uh let's say it's somewhere in between um let's say it only gets to let's say it's 100 and then it never moves it stays at 100 it stays
1: at a hundred. So if if we purchased the option for six dollars mm-hmm. and it's trading it stays at a hundred dollars, then we lose a hundred dollars. Okay, because we still get to buy it at ninety five and turn around and sell it for a hundred. So we just lost the one So we made
0: the five hundred dollars from the strike price that was built in. Right. But we lose the extrinsic value, which is the volatility section at the time. Because we didn't actually execute Correct. the contract. So we lose one times the 100 shares. So we lose the 100 bucks. Correct. Okay, cool. Okay, so so depending on where it's at, if it's in between that spread, whatever the sale price is, minus whatever it costs is for the option, that's what we end up costing us for the whole trade. For the whole trade. Okay, cool. But if it goes above, we win. If it goes above that number, then we win. All and right, we so make the money. That's where the safety net falls in then. The, the intrinsic value covers the bottom end for you. Right. And then the, the if you're in between, you only lose a part of your investment. Correct. And if you're above, you win. Exactly right. All right. Cool. Oh, see, I'm getting it. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. All right. So let's
1: go back and let's remember, okay, a quick reminder, for every buyer, there is a seller.
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: So you, as an options trader, have two options you can buy options or you can sell options okay you don't have to own the option in order to sell it right you are selling the contract you are saying hey if if it goes above you know your strike price i will buy this stock from you at the strike price that we set so you can sell the option or you can buy the option and make someone else buy it at the price that you set cool all right all right if you're buying an option your profit potential is unlimited yeah because you're buying it it can potentially go up and up and up and up and up and up and up. you don't know how far up you never know so okay cool okay so your potential your profit potential is unlimited it could go up infinitely or it can go all the way down to zero okay so um when it comes to buying options there's really no limit to how much money you can make. It all depends on where the stock gets to in that time. Okay. However, as an options buyer, time works against you. The closer that the option contract gets to expiration, the less valuable it is. Right. We said that if we buy it for a year out, it's more expensive, as opposed to if we buy it for one week out, it's less expensive.
0: Because you'd essentially be buying a contract for somebody who's already had it for that period of time.
1: Not necessarily that no? you'd be buying it from somebody who already had it for that period of time. Uh, it's just those options are out there. You, can, uh, you could be buying it from somebody who you know just bought it yesterday. It doesn't really matter. Um, but you're, the closer you get to the expiration, the less valuable the option is. Right, and that's basic. that's the basic principle, that's the basic premise. Once that expiration date hits, if that option is not over the strike price, it's worthless.
0: Which means you lost the money that you that it costs you to buy the stock. You lost the hundred times the intrinsic plus the extrin- extrinsic
1: extrinsic and intrinsic correct extrinsic. so if that strike price is not reached you lose the money that you spent to purchase the option
0: so when you're doing the buying option your profit is unlimited but your loss is limited to the options contract price correct okay cool okay so big upside low downside right okay um on the uh, when
1: you're buying an option Of course, it's just like anything else that you buy and sell, right? You want to buy it when the price is low, and you want to sell it when the price is high. And in a call option, for example, the higher that the stock price gets and the further it gets away from your strike price, uh, then the more money that you're going to make, the higher the price is going to be. Okay, so buy low, sell high. When it comes to selling options, your profit potential is limited. Right, you can only make as much money as you sell the option for. Okay, uh, so for example, if you sell an option in high volatility for ten dollars, that's the most money that you can make per share per contract. Or per contract. Per contract, hmm. ten dollars per. Or I'm sorry, uh, you're right. It is times one hundred because you, each contract is a hundred shares. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay, so you can still make that thousand dollars okay but that's the most most that you can make you cap your earning potential okay so when you're buying options your profit potential is potentially Uh, unlimited
0: but when you're selling options when you're
1: selling options
0: you already have the end in mind
1: right your your profits are whatever you sold it for okay okay the difference between buying options and selling options is when you are an options seller time is on your side right the closer you get to the expiration of that contract the less valuable that option contract is so if you sold it for ten dollars right let's say it was 45 days okay as that option gets closer and closer to expiration that thousand dollars or that ten dollars let's say by one week later it's down to nine two weeks later it's down to eight by the time it gets to uh you know one week away as long as the um strike as long as the stock price has not crossed your strike price it's going to be closer and closer to zero so instead of buying low and selling high
0: you want to buy high you're
1: selling high and And buying buying it back low
0: it's a little bit confusing yeah 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 but it but it makes sense because you're you're selling the contract out right so I'll you know what I'm gonna
1: uh I'm gonna refer not not refer I'm gonna reference uh, the show shameless okay. spoiler alert spoiler alert if you have not watched shameless and you love shameless spoiler alert spoiler alert all right okay we're uh, I think this is in season seven right uh, Debbie is stealing strollers and selling them on craigslist you remember that Mm -hmm. and what does she do she gets on craigslist she takes a bunch of pictures a bunch of strollers she sells them high and then she turns around and buys them quote unquote takes them from the park Mm -hmm. and then she turns around and sells them sells them right so she's selling first something that she doesn't actually own somebody gets on and says oh yeah this is the stroller that i want So she goes and buys that one.
0: She's buying it at a lower rate. Right. Her rate is zero, but she's buying it at the lower rate. That makes sense. So she's selling selling first first.
1: and then buying. So that's basically what you're doing when you're selling an option. You're selling it at a high price, and then you're turning around, and once the value of that option has gone down, you buy it back at a lower rate. So you make money as the option loses value.
0: Right, right. But you're capping your potential because you're you're setting that up front. Correct. You're selling first. Right. Okay. So, but
1: you are you are uh, you know you're, you're capping your potential
0: earnings. But time is on your side. Time is on your side. So I got a question. You've been trading options for a while. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer the buying options or the selling
1: options? I actually prefer the selling options because, like my guys over at Tasty Trade uh teach when time is on your side that's something that you can use as a very powerful tool right you use the uh selling of options to sell far away from what the stock is actually trading at and it gives you a very high probability that it's not going to get down to that level
0: all right so let me ask you this the we've been pretty bullish on the market for few years now since about 2016 two years of bullish market um overall is doing relatively well economy seems to be strong um we did an episode recently on cyclical markets for real estate mm-hmm. and the markets you know tend to go up and come down right so with the th- with that on your mind why are you considering putting in some some options you know on the downside some puts well i'd Don't
1: want to get too much into the technical uh, well not the technical there's a lot of different things that go into options trading and one of the things that we do look at is balancing our portfolio right so with some trades I'll put in uh, something that says okay I expect the market to go up and up and up and up right but to kind of balance it out I'll say okay well I'm gonna take these other trades I'm gonna take these other funds and I'm gonna bet on the market to go down Right. right, and there's uh this Greek, they call it delta. Um, and you are basically trying to keep that somewhere around zero. zero. and that's helping delta you to, to
0: a change in something. Right, so right. So the change in your upswing will over be the minimal. Change of your downswing should be about zero. Should be minimal,
1: right? So you just you place your trades so that you're keeping that delta, you're keeping your your market assumption neutral.
0: All right. And the only reason I ask that is because uh, you often reference the big short. Yep. Great. And th- I mean, uh, uh, Christian Bale's character is spending a ton of money
1: shorting the market. Shorting the hell out of the market. And you he's banking
0: something. on shorting the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. And, but it's costing him because in that movie, it's time, it's time, it's time. Yep. And it's working against him. Because mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, buying the option, time works against you. Right. So he's buying the option to short the market because Correct. he knows that something big is about to happen. Right. So, how expensive can that get? I don't know. I've never, you know. But after going <laughs> through this through this podcast, I'm thinking, you know, I know down is on the horizon.
1: Yeah. So one thing that I can tell you is when you are selling options, um, it's the opposite of buying, right? So when you buy an option, you're earning. Potential is unlimited right it can go up infinitely and you make a ton of money or it can go down to zero and you uh, You know if you bought um, a put a put your Profit potential is all the way till the stock gets down to zero Okay, when you're selling an option. It's the other way around your risk is Can be unlimited Okay, uh, they call it selling naked Okay, which means that you don't have protection on the other side um, I usually don't trade that way, okay, and it's not something that I would recommend to anybody unless you know what you're doing. Uh, again, talk to a financial planner, talk to somebody who uh, can really give you good advice. Watch the Tasty Trade Show; these guys are, uh, you know, they're educators. That's all they do. That's all they teach is is options. Um, but yeah, you could you could potentially have infinite losses on the upside if you're selling calls. Right, Or infinite, well, uh, when the stock goes down to zero, you could zero out you could zero out if you're selling puts. So uh, you know, it can be dangerous. Um, the city of Orange County, if I remember right, uh, several years back, went bankrupt because of uh, some treasure who was trading naked options during the 06 downturn so ouch yeah
0: Yeah. well i mean i'm just throwing it out there i mean i learned a lot in this uh this particular session i mean dude i mean you really laid it out there i I was telling you at the beginning of you know before we were doing this podcast you know this is some heavy topic this is this really was digging deep into options Right. And I know we probably just broke a little more of the surface, barely scratched the surface. Right. But I mean, at least I feel like I got a better understanding overall of like what goes like I can hold a conversation. You know what I mean? And that makes a big difference. You you've expanded my lexicon or my vocabulary about what's what is going on in options trading. If I talk to somebody else who had no clue, I could explain it. Cool. You know, and that makes a that makes a big difference. So, as always, if you feel like you learned something on this podcast, shoot us a shoot us a message here on Facebook. Uh, we're Facebook at CS First, or go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Or if you want to talk trades and options specifically, you can hit us up on Twitter at... Trades on the Road. That's right. All right. So, that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. <laughs>